SBS Media Tamil. It's 10.02 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. Kids are in bed, and it's time to get our bacon. <laughs> How's that? I love it. That yeah, was great. Yeah, that was good. We got That's some really bourbon good. here. Mm-hmm. The smell of bourbon fills the studio. Love it. We got tummies full of macarons, mm-hmm. as well as some chocolate, chocolate chip meringues, as well as some little mini petit four uh, opera cake uh framboise cake and a chocolate and caramel cake that we got at Trader Joe's. <laughs> well, I mean, they were all small bites. Yeah. So I just don't want people thinking we went to some patisserie. No, Trader Joe's. We went to Trader Joe's. <laughs> ah <laughs> Trader how you say Trader Joe's? I don't know what that accident is. You're I don't coming. know either. Oh boy, folks! It's dessert week mm-hmm. on on Bake Off, which I feel like so. It's always kind of been like, I don't quite understand the difference between what Brits mean when they say dessert and what they mean when they say pud. So like. I think a pudding, if I may, mm-hmm. is like a bready. I, I, okay. So they made suet puddings. From what I understand, and if you are a Brit. Please let us know if we are wrong. You can tweet with the hashtag BACON. Heck, you can even tweet at me after I was not great. But I think that it, slang-wise, like dessert and pudding are technically interchangeable, that people use them interchangeably. But I think a pudding is like a breaded thing with like a liquid component. So either it's soaked in something like a Christmas pudding where it's like soaked in alcohol or you have like the steamed puddings like they had today where it had like the liquid of the lemon in the middle mm-hmm. or um, something where it's like bread wrapped around a thing. Well, but the other thing is like there's a pudding, right, which is the physical thing. And then there's what's for pudding. What's for pudding. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I think it's used as slang for like dessert. Okay. All right. But then what technically is a dessert? What you eat after dinner. Okay. I don't know. All right. I'm pulling this out in my butt. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, now, I will say that because uh, there's a lot of overlap and a lot, like, there's cake week and then dessert week and mm-hmm. chocolate week. and But I, I, I think that they do a good job of, with this one, they tend to be, well, if you just look at, like, cheesecake... And the jelly cake, and even mm-hmm. I guess the the pudding, right? They're very. Um, it, it, those are things I think of as like this is a dessert. You know, this is something that highlights the idea of dessert to me. Maybe that just might be because like cheesecake is my favorite dessert. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It, it does seem like a weird overlap. Well, because though. cheesecake isn't really a cake; it's te- a custard. Technically, a custard. Yeah. Even if it's not, if it's a no-bake cheesecake, it's still a custard. Um, so we started off with cheesecakes. Can I just say right off the bat, too, spoiler alert, I think this is my favorite episode of the season so far. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I think that this is the first time where I felt like every, this is the first time where everybody did a similar job 
as like as far as like so we'll talk about it and uh, but I mean like everybody succeeded at about the same level with varying degrees instead of it being like oh man that person clearly blew it right here. Okay, well, I feel a little differently when it comes to Showstopper, but okay. Let's start with the signature. Signature is... Excuse me? <laughs> sorry, signature. Signature. Uh, is cheesecakes. Now, Mi- they mini were... Mini cheesecakes. They were supposed to be like a single serve type yeah, deal. Yeah, I, I, I think Paul used the word canapé, which I don't know if you meant pick it up and eat it in one bite. Yeah, because that's usually what a canapé is. But no, I don't think any of them were that small. Yeah. But, like, Mark got chastised because his were, like, you know, could serve Tartlet four. Size. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I think that— I mean, I could eat them in one bite, but I'm a monster. <laughs> I think that they were hoping for a few bites, right. whereas with Mark's, it was just too big. Mark is something you'd want to eat on a plate. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of them that if they'd been firmer, like you could have picked it up and eaten in two bites. Right, yeah. So we have—who um, was first? First was— I think Dave? Dave was first, yes. His looked very cute. He went with square instead of round. That's always fun. I will also say uh, he was the only one, at least the only one I remember, that had the special kind of trays that you could push out the bottom Yeah. to release. Other people just, like—I guess they had their crust go up all the way or whatever, mm-hmm. where they just, like, got them out. Well, oh, but- so wait a second. So wait a second. Okay. He, they did really well. He did really well. They liked, they liked it. They were like, yeah, that's fine. I was surprised. Maybe it was because there are only five people, but uh, Peter did lime and ginger, mm-hmm. and uh, Mark did like vanilla and apricot, and everybody else had passion fruit in theirs. Yeah, it was kind of like the battle of the passion fruit. And I don't get me wrong, Hermine actually said that. <laughs> uh, like citrus goes really well with cheesecake. Yeah, but I think so does like chocolate. So does like cherry, warm, raspberry, yeah, right. mint. I also think though it might be one of those no, things. Oh, mint cheesecake! Nah. I I take that back. You could do a mint chocolate chip cheesecake, and I okay. think, but I don't think mint on its own. Right. Yeah, but I think also Paul likes passion fruit. So I think people knew that. Yeah, too. that's that also seems to be a very British thing. Yeah. I'm not a super fan of passion fruit. I think that it's too bitter. I like boring fruit. <laughs> I like I like light interest Dis, fruit. Dispassionate fruit. Yeah. I like I like a uh, kind of uh, you know, uh, aloof fruit. Um so then let's see who else. So Laura Laura did hers in silicone molds. Right. And they were a little messy. Well, I mean, they were like, "Hey, these are these taste great, but they look like a disaster." And speaking of disaster, I noticed this week in the first challenge, in the signature, Laura dropped a bunch of her base and like was like, "Oh, luckily I made more." And in the third, in the showstopper, she dropped her cake. Okay. People handle stress in different ways. And and but she commented on like how messy her space was, and I wanted to be like, you have to get or and this is coming from me. You need to organize, Laura. I think it's nerves. I don't think anybody drops their cake as much as as the show makes it out that people drop cakes, but like it's nerves. I'm okay. certain of it. We'll talk more about this later. Okay. So then let's see. Ermine did it in jars. Which you were like, oh, that's such a good idea. That's a good idea because you don't have to like take them out. Right? Well, but... yeah, but because the jar keeps all the moisture in, mm-hmm. 
the base gets soggy and it turns into more of like pudding. Yeah. Like, like actual like actual uh, like American pudding, pudding. Yeah. like like jello pudding. Right. Um let's see. Marks they were like doesn't have enough flavor. The only time we taste the apricot is when we eat the apricot you put on top and it's too big. They did his, he did his I think almost in like tart trays. Yeah, right? he did them in tart trays and just like turned them out. Uh yeah. Peter's sank real bad. This was a bad week for my son Peter. Yeah. He did not I'm still proud of him. Don't get me wrong. I they still love like, him very much. They were like this bite here tastes delicious cuz they were talking about like the outside yeah. but the inside caved. Why is that? Do we remember what it was they about said? the cooling? It's oh, basically if you he cool it, it too fast, if you cool it too fast, it will either crack or sink. And if you do, cool it too low, they are slow. They didn't have enough time for it to set. Mm. So ideally, what you want to do, at least, okay, hypothetically, I've made cheesecake before. I don't know that it's ever turned out like at a professional level or whatever. But you want to do is bake the cheesecake and then turn the oven off and not open it leave the cheesecake inside the oven to cool as the oven cools. Mm. Um, but, of course, they don't have time for that. I think you're that. supposed to do that for a meringue, too, right? I don't I don't know. I've never made meringue. I've only made cheesecake. But no, you've made more I made than other cheesecake. Things. Um, but, and so they not everybody had that option. In fact, we saw Dave like putting them into the fridge yeah. uh, to cool. But so Peter's, and Peter even said going into this week, where he's like, this is the one where I've had the most trouble and I haven't practiced enough. And if there's one week, I'm going to go home. It's this week. And he almost did. Oh. Um, and let's see. So that's me and Peter. Laura's, uh, they liked. Yeah. Right? The, like I said. Yeah. yeah. I, we said that one. Uh, Mark. I think that's every, oh, Mark. Yeah. We talked about everybody. Talked about everybody. So now let's get to the technical. So this is ah. technical. This is, this happens. Uh, about once a season, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. I mentioned while we were watching it, I'm like, oh, no, it's like fondant fancies all right. over again. There's like one signature where it's like everybody does so bad that the winner is like the best of the worst. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and they more or less said that. Yeah. Now, here's what I will say, though. Oh, even though, okay, so I talked early on in, in this season that I felt like a lot of the, especially the technicals, were set up to fail. Mm-hmm. But this one, I think, was just <sighs> Prue said in the little cutaway to their table, like that she would start theming them like right away. Yeah, as long like for the whole time, like as long as you possibly could. Right. But if I was given a challenge for two and a half hours for something I'd never made before and I didn't know how to make, there's no way I would think like, well, two hours of that has to be me sitting here. Right, so like, you could make the creme anglaise while you're waiting. Yeah, but I, I mean, like, nobody steamed it long enough. No, right, and so like, even the people who got it in like, as soon as they thought they needed to for like an hour and fifteen minutes, that was nowhere close. So I think of that two and a half hours, they needed to be steaming for two hours of it. Yeah, and no one came close, especially not Dave. I have. I have a hard time believing that none of these bakers had ever had like a spotted dick or like anything like that where the, uh, they've certainly had Christmas pudding. But what I'm saying is I don't think necessarily they've made it, that they've made a steam I pudding. I guess it comes in a jar, doesn't it, too? And especially when you, if you watch it, the thing that trips them up is a lot of the like just mechanical yeah. of like 
what it means to have the pleat in the foil and the paper and the how to string. tie the string. Yeah, they were all a flummoxed about the handle. Yeah, right. Other than that, like the other stuff seemed, but it, it seemed like they were doing what normally you would want to do, which is like take your time, figure it out, do it right. Yeah. Especially when Prue said, like, we didn't give you extra ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to do it right the first time, right? So they're taking their time in a challenge where they needed all the time that they had. Yeah. Um, And and I think especially with this one, not only did not steaming long enough not cook the pastry, mm-hmm. it also meant that the lemon in the middle was too hard, which is no good. Again, I don't, I hate, I hate to do this, but. They've all made uh, marmalade. They've all made that kind of stuff that, you know, the jellies that take a long time. If you use the peel, candied peel, like it takes a while. If you're cooking a whole lemon inside of a steamed crust, like you have to do it for a long time. Listen, I, yeah, obviously. But I, my point is that I don't think they were thinking that way. I think they were thinking I have to do it a long time. I've been given two and a half hours, so an hour and 15 minutes is a long time in that time. I don't think they're thinking, I've been given two and a half hours, so I got 20 minutes to get this thing in there. I don't know. Ah, so suppose. everyone does bad. Uh, Dave does especially bad. But the... He, well, hold on, because okay. Dave gets okay. tripped up on the string. Yeah. <laughs> Dave cannot tie the string, and so he's the last one into the steamer and the first one out of it. Yeah. And they do, maybe this is just editing, but they do this great thing, cutting back there. I mean, just like staring at him like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, and it's great. I will say, Ermine has grown on me. Yeah, me too. I said early on that there were only like two people I'd watch do a, a cooking show. I would watch Ermine do a cooking show. Just yeah. watching her react to stuff when she was yeah. like, Prue, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm really enjoying Ermine. She's coming out of her shell, yes, I think, very agreed. much the same way Nadia did. Yes. Um. I was going to say that even though the technical was so dismal, I think that the judging was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, I, I think it was a good, uh, they were in good moods. There was yeah. a lot more joking from Paul and Prue this week. They, Paul made the joke about like being 40 and stuff. And like they, they were, everybody I think was in a better mood this week. Um. Uh. If, if we're going to talk about ages, Twitter was agog, aghast. About how old Prue is. I know. 80, she's, it's she not just looks great. Let's not make it superficial. She is a spry She 80. is energetic. She is like, ah, still. Who's that Who's that lady? Is she from Mad TV? The, I can kick and I'm 50. I think that's it. Or is that I SNL? I think it's SNL because I think that's Molly Shannon. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah like, I, like, I don't know what it says about it, but like, if you had told me that she and Paul were like, ish close, I would have believed you. Yeah. And not say Paul's old. I just would have guessed 65 maybe for Prue. Yeah. Um. So Laura ends up winning, but I think it's a squeaker because she's just the least bad. Yeah. Hers is kind of like the most edible yeah, and D- the most held together. Dave loses. I think it goes Dave. Yeah. In fact, I know it goes Dave, Peter, um, Mark, Aramine, Laura. If I no, no Aramine, so, Mark, Laura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark got second, and he was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um. But then it all went back downhill for the showstopper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I will say too that this is uh when you get down to this few people, the 
technical, I think, means less. Yeah. Right? Because the difference between last and first can be very minimal, mm-hmm. where I think that earlier on, if you get last in a 12-person technical, totally. oh, boy, that's yeah. bad. But if you get last out of five, mm-hmm. it might mean that you were just, like, a little bit off, or it might mean everyone was bad, yeah. which this was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Showstopper. I want to talk about Showstopper. I think that um, Paul always puts in, in every single season, some sort of, like, moose cake or bavois uh, he loves uh, Charlotte Royale. He loves all that kind of stuff because he digs moose. Yeah. The man talks about like the texture of moose and about how much gelatine could go in and like all this kind of stuff. And he like goes for it on this one. He likes the artistry of the thing, right? Because that's a thing of not all the time, but usually with chocolate. Uh, dessert, anything like that. He talks about like, is this something you would sell in a patisserie? Mm-hmm. Is this something you would see in the case at a patisserie, right? And in fact, he gives Ermin that compliment of like, right. straight out of a, he does say, God bless it, Parisian patisserie. <laughs> he says it with such enunciation. Um, and Ermin just kind of like melts. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She's so, so excited. They have to make a cake with a jelly art on top. Yeah. And I it 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 took me a little while to adjust because I think of Jello, okay, right? and they say jelly, and it was like, oh right, like Jello, great, okay, cool. They mean like a clear gelatin art piece, yeah, not like jelly, yeah, not like you put on a peanut butter sandwich, not like sieved jam, yes. Um, so we saw a variety of techniques. We saw a lot of color gelatin, like, injecting, right? We also saw some layering. We also saw some, um, like, little cutouts being suspended in the jelly. Uh, And I think that... Overall, everybody made it to the table, right? So this is what I'm saying, right? If you look at the signature, mm-hmm. right, they liked they liked Dave's and they thought Laura's was okay. They weren't wild about her means, they weren't wild about Peter's, and I don't think they liked Mark's, right? But it was all on a scale where it wasn't like they're running away a race and the first people are first through fourth and the fifth did not finish. Right. Right. And I think in signature, everybody was like equally kind of bad. And I No, wait, wait, wait. No, sorry, they, not signature. They loved Laura's in I, the signature. I meant technical. Sorry. Okay, sorry. In technical. Sorry. Everyone was like on the same scale of bad. And in Showstopper, like they all finished the brief. There were no huge disasters. Everybody like did. Except for Laura almost dropped her cake. Well, talk about that magic moment in a second. <laughs> but like everybody was competing, right? Yeah. Like, th- yeah. Everybody was in the race, like right. you said. Yeah. And I think that that is why this was the first time watching it where I was like, cool. Like Peter could have gone home. Laura could have won. Dave could have gone home. Like it was, I think, a, a real competition this week hmm. in a way that it kind of hasn't necessarily been the first couple or the you know, first seven or eight. So Laura dropped her cake and then suddenly it was fine. And I have no idea. The camera cuts away. It looks like she full on like smushes it on the table and drops it against the. And, and then help, she help, 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 and help. then it cuts back and she's like, "It's fine." 
What happened? Okay, so I think I think that so she was turning it out, and there was some parchment involved, parchment paper, and I think that even though she dropped it off the cake stand, she caught it with the parchment paper and was able to kind of like slam dunk it back onto the cake stand. I stand by that it's magic. That there's no other way except it's magic. Um, so. Uh, let's talk about Mark's design first. Okay. Mark uh, opted for a two-tiered jelly. Jelly on jelly. Jelly on jelly on a board on... I think his big downfall here was he chose to do... Uh, it's like a baked meringue, right? With yeah, nuts meringue cake with nuts. Right. And... A decois. I think that... Decois. The, the difference between soft jelly and like rock hard... Baked meringue was a mistake. Yeah, way too much. Yeah. And, and the fact that you had to take the jelly off the cake to cut it, meaning you can't cut out one piece at a time. Mm-hmm. And like they said, the jelly was too soft and like the the strawberry, whatever, was curdled. No, the, the jelly wasn't too soft. No, they said they did. Oh. Just I a little they, bit. I thought they said the jelly was too hard because it used like 35 sheets of jelly. No, no, no. That was, that was the mousse was like a ganache. Okay, yeah. so the chocolate mousse too hard, the strawberry mousse split, the dequas too crispy, and then the jelly too soft. Which was a bummer because I thought the jelly looked great. Yeah, I mean it the nice. flowers looked wonderful, um, but yeah, it just felt like every step of the way yeah. was like not this, not this. Which thank, well, not thank God, that feels terrible, but. You know I love Peter. I know you love Peter. And I think that if he hadn't whiffed it so hard, if Mark hadn't whiffed it, mm-hmm. I think Peter was going home. Yeah. Right? Because, like, his, he did, like, he was going for, like, a snow globe effect. But, but he, he got the colors all wrong. And what it should have been is it should have been more like what Laura did with figurines in it. Yeah. Where if you could see a scene... I think that would have nailed it more than it like smushed up against the glass, which is what he yeah. Had done. So he did a kind of like uh, so it was a it was a bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And he put the jelly in the bowl, and then he cut out like cookie cutter figures, yeah. and smushed them up against it in kind of a circular pattern, and then put more jelly in the middle, no jelly and mousse right. in the middle. So like he didn't, he kind of just. I'm trying to think of what I feel like it more like not an aquarium, but like I don't know what I'm trying to think of. Well, but he also put he had so much mousse in it that when they yeah. went to cut it, it like smushed apart. He had like a middle core of mousse. Yeah, it just it it wasn't a good design. Yeah. It just wasn't a good design. And when you But look, it wasn't as bad as Mark. But it wasn't as bad as Mark's and they liked the flavor. Yeah. Uh, which I think helped a lot, but yeah. when you, and then I think Dave was pretty much in the middle, mm-hmm. where they really liked Dave's design. Uh, yes. Prue especially was like, "This is right up my alley." It had that big, like, chunky block primary color aesthetic that she loves, mm-hmm. and even Paul said it looked good. But the uh, the mousse, the clotted cream mousse, yeah. was too chewy, and Paul didn't like the cake. Prue didn't seem to think the cake was bad. But. Well, to be fair, what she said was, I wouldn't be so harsh. <laughs> that doesn't mean she didn't like it. <laughs> All right. Um, but but I think, like, it literally was, like, split, right? Where Paul even said, like, the top is good and the bottom is bad. Mm-hmm. So then 
I think next would be Laura's, where she did this like koi pond effect that I thought looked great. Like if I saw that on a cake, I'd be blown away. Yeah. Um, and they said it was a little rough on the signs, uh, probably because of whatever witchcraft she did to say that. <laughs> um, but like they liked the flavors, and, they, and Paul said perfect, described it as perfect. Um, now let's talk about our means. <sighs> it was glorious. It was amazing. Like it looked. And here's the thing: I I kept flashing back to week one of Hermine saying, "If I could get to patisserie, yeah, I'm going to do good." Mm-hmm. And it's rare that somebody says something like that and it pays off in such a significant way. Because here's why I wanted to bring up that I thought everyone was on par because. Ermin's jar signature was bad. Mm-hmm. She was third out of five in technical, mm-hmm. and then had such a perfect showstopper that she was star baker. Right. I think that uh, they were blown away by just like the sheer size of the beautiful flower. Right. Um, that she did a chocolate collar, which is always impressive. And it was like a beautiful domed jelly. Well, okay. Thing. If I was going to be super, super super detailed about my uh, critique. It did have the little line around the top where the edge of the bowl comes Mm. to the bottom. It wasn't a perfectly round bowl. So, you know. You're right. She should have gone home. (laughs) Uh, But she did like the white chocolate ganache well, which is hard. White chocolate ganache is very hard. Paul is such a sucker for a white chocolate Anything. No, it was white chocolate mousse, mousse, not ganache. I thought it was ganache. No. Because it was piped around the outside. Yeah, but it was also a layer. Okay. Um, but uh, agree to disagree, my love. Um, but it, it was perfect. And here's the thing. I think that if anybody had delivered such a perfect uh, 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 jelly cake at the end, they would have won. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't think anybody did so bad in Signature or, like, I don't think anybody was so separated after Signature or Technical that it wasn't anybody's game going into a showstopper. Mm-hmm. If anybody had delivered the impeccable cake that that Ermine did, I think they would have won. Um, I, I almost wish that they did the kind of, like, uh, joking around in in that moment that they did with um, what was his name? Was it David and the purse cake? Mm. Do you remember that a couple seasons back, where Paul was like, "Okay, now you stand here behind the table," and then he went over to the workstation and sat down, and everyone's like, well, "Ha ha ha! He's yeah. the professional now." That was exactly how they sounded. <laughs> I it. wish that they would have done something like that. It's I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, but like, I mean, one. And Mark went home. And uh, I think that this is probably the first week of somebody going home where I really hope they feel good afterwards, where it's just like, yeah, you know what? I didn't nail it on the showstopper. But if this was week one, I would have felt really good about yeah. what I Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think if you go home week five. You can still be or, proud sorry, of what fifth, you did. Fifth, you know. Yeah. I think you are proud of the run you went on, right? And I think especially quasi finals, is that what it is? Uh quarterfinals, well, semifinals, now quarterfinals, then finals. Was this the semifinal? Correct. Oh, okay. And I think that I think that you know, I think he even said like I reached 
my limit. Yeah. This was just it. And, uh, you know, I don't think that's a horrible thing to kind of realize about your own skill when you're competing against, like, this few people at this point where you're just like, okay, mm-hmm. I think I think I hit it. Um, I want to talk about Nola and Matt. They're very cute. They're so cute. They did some really fun stuff. Um, I was not a fan of... The what flavor are Paul's nipples joke. Mm. A, picked... little, a little too juvenile. A little, a little too much, but um, I did like, I liked the opener, the cold open with the big Bakewell tart. I like the Mr. Cute. Spoon stuff. It's dumb, but like, I'm a sucker <laughs> for that. And the fact that they kept doing it. Yeah. Like that to me is like, that was very Melon Sue-esque. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to like a one-off bit, like it would have been with Nolan Sandy, where it's just like one joke and we don't return to it, right? Yeah. And this was like, okay, cool, let's play. This is like the we're gonna make this funny, but because we do it all the way around, right? Which is my bread and butter. Oh, you love that, yeah. Well, and I also think it gives the the sense that they're playing, where yeah. I always felt like, and not to, I love Sandy. But her and Noel together, I always felt like they were working. They were putting on a show, like a vaudeville act. But there was effort to it, you know what I mean? Where I feel like Noel and Matt play well enough off each other that, like, they're just having fun. And it's just like, I don't know, see if this sticks. Is this anything? Okay. Um, it's like it's like even the misses are hits because they're so cute and like having such a great time. With yeah, it. like I can't remember the joke Matt made, but Laura was like, "How long did you work on that?" And he's like, "Well, I workshopped it for a bit, and I decided not to use it." <laughs> it's a good line. It's a good response. So it was about dim, dim sum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dim some of them. I think is what he said. She's <laughs> like, oh, "How long did you workshop?" Okay, so that was dessert week. Here's what I will say now. I feel like the reason I I thought about it a lot, and I think the reason I liked P- I like Peter, and I think the reason that this week was so stressful to watch is because I think the thing that makes me like one of the bakers in the show is if they are uh, uh, consistent and a little bit methodical. Because the thing I like most about baking is the specificity of it. And I love cooking, too, but with cooking, like, I made a meatloaf tonight, and it was yeah. just like, I'm going to throw this in, and maybe this, right? It's kind of hard to screw it up as long as everything tastes good together. Whereas with baking, you're talking about, like, chemical reactions and formula and stuff. Certainly. And I feel like up till this week, Peter was very methodic. In fact— He was very earnest, is what he was. Right. He was like, my—I, uh, um, in my acting days— my teacher used to say, style is the horn you blow truth through. Oh, yeah? And I think that that's exactly what Peter was doing. His style was so earnest through him that there was just, it was completely him. Like, there was no filter between him and us. Have you noticed that he is the one that they keep cutting to for explanations of what things are and how they yeah. work? Where he's like, suet is this and this and this. Or he's like, <laughs> well, so what you're trying to do is this and this and this. And he's like, clearly knows his stuff. Yeah. I think maybe this week, these kinds of desserts just aren't his thing. Like, he even said at the beginning, like, I don't really eat a lot of cheesecakes. And you get the impression that maybe he's a little more I, I don't know. He said, like, of, of the suet, uh, the pond pudding, that he was like, it was really, it was really rich, kind of fatty, a lot of calories. And it's just like, 
Yeah, dude, you're like 21. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, but his whole shtick is like he's cooking for his brother, right, who is uh, has a celiac disease, right? Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying, is I don't know that he has a lot of experience making or consuming these kinds yeah, of foods. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, and I think the thing is that is frustrating me about this season otherwise is everybody else has seemed so inconsistent, right? Where you get to things and it's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm just going to try this or do that. Like, maybe they haven't actively said it, but I feel like, and, and don't get me wrong, God love her, but I feel like Laura has been very inconsistent where one week it's like she's at the top, the next week she's at the bottom, but the next week Paul she's at the top. said this week, your flavors are usually good. Yeah. Right? Here's, the th- here's my thing about this show, and I love this show, but they're always talking about how they're judging that week yeah. and they're not judging from the beginning, right? And it's not about growth. It's not about consistency. It's about the bakes on the day. And then they bring up things like, well, Peter's always consistent and yeah. we always like your flavors. They said like this week, this isn't your best. Exactly. Right? Which means like you're comparing, you are then inherently comparing it to everything he's done before now. And it's, uh, and I think that's different from saying, I think you can do better. Right. But sure. having having the comparison of like this is not as good as uh, some of the other stuff you've done. Right. And they're they're still they always talk about how it's about the bake on the day. And I understand a bad bake on the day can really send you home. Yeah. And it did for Mark and pro- I think for Lottie, too, and and things like that. Um, but. I don't know. What am I asking for? Am I asking for more honesty about how they well, they consider? Well, they're not machines. I think that's the difficult thing, right? Is like because they are human beings that that it's going to be hard for them to keep you know any kind of bias out of their judgment, right? Like I I I actually think Prue is better at that than Paul is and Mary was. I think Paul Prue is very good at a very methodical kind of review. Where she is, but easier, it, at least as far as like things she likes, things she doesn't like, her ability to like separate, like this is good, this is bad, right? Not Compartmentalize. Based on the I think that she is better at that. But I, to your point, I think we've seen it over and yeah. over and over again of just like, well, they clearly like this person and want to keep them around. Um, like this week, Peter could have gone home. Very easily. He was like maybe two degrees away from it. I think the fact that his showstopper was more edible than Mark's yes. really made a difference. <laughs> but I, I think if you look at trajectories of people this season, I think he has been pretty consistently good with like a biscuit week I think was off for him. And now dessert week is off for him. Uh, Dave, uh, Dave's been good. Capital G good. Like, the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he has had a lot of excelling moments. I feel like week two, he won in Biscuit. And other than that, he's done good. Like, top three good a lot. But I've never, like, seen his stuff and be like, whoa, incredible. I think Laura has been up and down and up and down and up and down with a through line of talent, obviously. But, like, never so bad as to go home. But, like, she could have won... Uh, Star Baker this week, if if Ermine hadn't done it, but I think Ermine, considering the fact she's had Star Baker in the last two weeks, has steadily increased. Yes, she's as you mentioned, like Nadia, she's on that Nadia trajectory of 
as she gets more comfortable, she's having more fun. She's showing off a little bit more. It's getting better and better and better. Yes, I agree. I'm. I'm. I want to talk about our finals. Our okay. top three. I'm thinking right now, Dave, Ermin, and Peter. I would switch out Dave and Laura. <gasps> really? I think that Paul likes Laura more. Well, I can see that. Because there's definitely growth in that over the, the the course of it. Because I remember early her talking about just wanting to impress him. Right. And I think that that is, uh, it, it works for Paul. <laughs> I think Paul likes that kind yeah. of dynamic. Yeah. But I, I think that. And Paul is always harder on the boys. Yeah, that is true. But I think that the reason not I. Not to say that she's not talented. Of course she no. is. But I think that the reason I would put Dave in there just right now is I think the chances of Laura having a bad week are higher than Dave having a bad week. Yeah, well, okay, all right. Having, like, a catastrophic bake, I think, is definitely more in Laura's cards uh, because she's... I don't. It's. I really do think that it's her nerves. Oh, yeah. I think that she gets flustered so easily that it comes out phys- in a physical way where she's dropping things and forgetting things and things. But like I'm that. just saying, man. Quarterfinals is that's flustering. Yeah. You know, flusterable. Foot. It's fl- flustery. Sure. And so I'm. I'm. I'm feeling. I'm still putting Peter in there. I know yeah. I had a bad week this week, but. I think if you can look at a week like this and say, that's a bad week, the chances of him having another one are slim, right? It's usually you have something like this and you either go home or you bounce back, right? I agree. Um, and Ermine is just constantly improved, so I don't yeah. see her going home next week. She's climbing that ladder. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, if you like the show, tell your friends. Uh, we'll see you back here next week. What's our proposition? Bake Beyond.